All right, let's make this happen in three, two, one. Wednesday, August 31st, 2022. It's me, it's me, it's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose live on the phone with my boy on the other side of the state, Mr. Fermi. Welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Goose. Happy to be back. Not happy with the one and two start, but you know, such is life. Do we want to say that that loss with FAU and Charlotte was not our fault with Reynolds going down early? That definitely was a difference maker. And then, did you did you by any chance watch the New Mexico State game? Awful, awful. Well, how about this? New Mexico State dominates for like the first quarter, quarter and a half, and then there was a lightning delay. Completely different team after the delay. Nevada started running the ball down their throats. And New Mexico State just lost everything that they had built. So that's what happens. It's brutal. But, 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 that being said, what we have here is this are Aline's looks and lines, Fermi. We like to go through every single game, whether it matters or not. And we want to talk about them. We want to see what the current live line is. Sometimes we look at a difference between what it opened and what it actually is. And once we go from there, if we have a pick or we're taking something, we say it. If we're leaning towards something, we may finalize it on Saturday. If it's a stay away from us, it's a stay away. We're starting big tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, ESPN 3, Akron, minus 16 and a half, over under 47 and a half. Fermi, I know you're diehard on this game. I am going to hard pass, but there are some games that I do like tomorrow. Outstanding. Let's keep that one going. we got three big games in a row. Tennessee minus 35, over under 66.5 against Ball State. West Virginia getting 7.5 in the backyard brawl, over under 51.5 against at Pitt. And then we have Oklahoma State minus 22, over under 59, uh, Fermi against Central Michigan. I took Pitt in a money line parlay with Oklahoma State money line with Penn State minus three for me, only because I had to do a $5 bet to get $200 free for DraftKings. So I went with what I could think I could trust there. Um, I, I, I kind of like that Ball State-Tennessee game a little bit, but I think Tennessee is going to put the put the put just the, the foot down on them. I don't know what Ball State has. So other than those two really light picks, which are not really heavy bets, staying away for me. So I love, absolutely love Tennessee minus 35. I think they demolished Ball State. A um, couple things. Eiffel set the points record last year, and I think their offense, you know, that was his first year's coach. I think their offense is even better. They have Hooker back, Tillman back, offensive lines even more veteran. And this Ball State team is losing five of their top six tacklers. I think Tennessee scores over 50, and I don't know if it stops there. Like, they could push 60 tomorrow. So I really, really like Tennessee minus 35. If Pitt was minus 6.5 instead of 7.5, I'd probably be all over that. I do think Pitt wins the game. I like Pitt this year. I have their season win total over 8.5. I was looking at Central Michigan, Oklahoma State, and I'm leaning Central Michigan plus the points, believe it or not. Lou Nichols is back. He was the nation's leading rusher last year. Solid, solid O-line returns. Oklahoma State, though, I mean, really tough defense. Gundy is a machine at coach, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And I, I do think, though, Central Michigan can stay within 21. I am not going to touch that Penn State-Purdue game. I just don't like Penn State on the road to, to open up. South Carolina State at UCF getting 37.5 over under 57. Bryant 
getting nine and a half at Florida International over under 53 and a half. Toledo is currently, I'm not sure if there's something wrong with this. It says pick against Long Island University. I don't think that's accurate. Wake Forest, minus 34 and a half, over under 68. Penn State, minus three and a half, over under 53 and a half. And then we have Louisiana Tech uh, getting 20 at Mizzou, over under 61 and a half. Other than what you said about Penn State, Fermi, any leans on those small ball games? So this is crazy, but I'm hearing good things about that Bryant-FIU game and taking Bryant plus the points. I'm hearing that could be a little FCS upset action. So Really? Um, I may take a look at that. I don't know much about Bryant, of course, but um, definitely one to watch there. Let's see now. UAB minus 35 over under 63 against Alabama A&M. Northern Illinois minus 33 and a half. Over under 54, and of course, Minnesota minus 60, 30, I'm sorry, 36 and a half over under 53 against New Mexico State. Fermi, are you going back to the well on New Mexico State? I am on the fence. I, I really want to take them plus the points. Um, I know Minnesota's going to run the ball over, all over them, but I think New Mexico, can stay, New Mexico State can move the ball. Um, their defense is pretty solid. Um, I watched that entire game last last week, and I, I liked what I saw. They looked better the second half when their their second quarterback came in, who we knew they would split time. So I think there's a little bit of a QB battle once they settle in for the conference. I think they're gonna they're gonna do okay this year. I, I still like my over two bet. Over no, actually, it's over three wins. Final three games of the night: Arizona State minus twenty five and a half over under fifty two against Northern Arizona. Fresno State minus thirty nine and a half over under sixty one and a half against Cal Poly. And San Jose State minus sixteen and a half over under fifty two against Portland State. I don't know anything about Cal Poly. I think Fresno State's going to be pretty good for me. But other than that, I don't think I'm touching any of the late games on Thursday night. Like likewise, I don't, I don't really love the, the F, FDS versus FCS. I mean, it's just so tough to get information on some of those teams and. Um, I, I'm just going to fade. I mean, I hate those huge, huge win to, or, uh, spread games. Next five games on Friday night, starting at 7 p.m., Virginia Tech minus 7.5 over under 48.5 against Old Dominion. Western Michigan over under 54.5 minus 23.5 for Michigan State there at home. Eastern Michigan minus 13.5 over under 57.5 against Eastern Kentucky. Charlotte minus 6.5 over under... 52 and a half against William and Mary, and then Duke minus seven over under 51 and a half against Temple Fermi. The only thing that I was maybe looking at, but I think I'm going to stay away, is that over for Michigan State, Western Michigan. I don't know, uh, you know, them losing their top back. They should still be pretty potent, but it just seems like a stay away for me. Yeah, I was looking at the over 48 for Virginia Tech Old Dominion and also the Old Dominion side of that plus seven and a half. I think Old Dominion is is actually going to be pretty solid this year. And Virginia Tech's going backwards. Brett Prize first year there. They lost a lot last year in the portal and um, graduating. I, I think Virginia Tech really took a step back from last year and they were a game below 500 as well. So I think this is a rebuilding year. I, I'm just not a fan of BT this year. Um, so I sort of like Old Dominion to at home plus seven and a half. I think they can keep that one tight. Indiana minus three at home against Illinois over under 45 and a half. Kansas minus 27 and a half 
over under 52 and a half against Tennessee Tech. And then Colorado getting 13 and a half at home against TCU over under 55 and a half. Kind of like Illinois getting the points and kind of like TCU minus 13 and a half for me. I'm all over TCU. That will be a play on Saturday for me. I like them minus 13 and a half. It was 14 today. So I'm going to lock that in tonight and, and get that 13 and a half on the book. So I have the hook. Starting on Saturday, bright and early, 12 o'clock. We got a couple games right in a row. One of them I actually have a pick on. Let's go Buffalo getting 24 at Maryland over under 65. Colorado State getting 30 and a half at Michigan over under 61 and a half. North Carolina plus one at Appalachian State over under 56. Uh, Boston College minus seven over under 48 against Rutgers. And North Carolina State minus 11 and a half over under 51 and a half against East Carolina at East Carolina. Fermi, I put in a pick on over 55 and a half. For North Carolina and App State, it's at 56 now. I still like it. North Carolina, I, I know it was against a lower-tier team, but they proved competent. I trust Appalachian State to do what they need to do. I can see this one being 31-27, 31-28, somewhere in there for me. The, the line shows it's going to be a tight game. App State started plus 3.5. They are now the favorite in the game. Fermi, give me that over on Saturday morning at noon. I like that. There's a couple that I, I have a close look on. Um, Rutgers at BC, I really like BC minus seven. I think Rutgers is terrible, and I really like that Yurkovich is healthy right now. Um, game one, I, I don't think I'm missing news there, but I, I give him a couple weeks and he'll probably be hurt. Uh, Buffalo at Maryland, I like over 64.5. Maryland is going to fill it up this year. They have a ton of talent returning at wide receiver, as well as Tagovailoa. So I think they're going to be tough. And then the game that I really want to just sit down and watch is NC State at East Carolina. Both of these teams, I think, are going to have big years. I, I like both of them um, to, to be over their win totals. NC State has a, a ton of talent coming back. Their, their linebackers and secondary are really, really good. Um, especially for the ACC. I, I mean, they may have one of the top Ds in the ACC aside from Pitt. Um, I actually took, and I didn't even tell you this, I took NC State alternate win total. I took their wins over nine and a half. So I'm calling double-digit wins for NC State. Um, I think they just have a ton of talent back. And finally, their defense is going to mesh. I think they're going to be really, really tough. Um, so that's a game I just want to sit back and watch. I'm probably not going to bet on it. I... I, I don't because I really like East Carolina or otherwise I would take those 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 guys plus 11 and a half. A lot of games in the middle here with no line. Sam Houston State at Texas A&M, Central Connecticut at UConn, Delaware at Navy, South Dakota State against Iowa, Richmond against Virginia, Northern Iowa against Air Force, Southeast Missouri, State University twice removed on the other side of the state against Iowa State. None of the games other than Navy I'm cheering for against Delaware, which that might be a little bit tight. Getting into that 2.30 slate, though, into 3.30, here we go, Fermi. Bowling Green getting 23 against UCLA over under 57 and a half. Tulsa minus six and a half against Wyoming over under 44. Arizona getting six and a half at San Diego State over under 47. And then getting into some bigger games here with some bigger names. 
Georgia minus 17 against Oregon over under 53. And then we have UTEP getting 31 and a half at Oklahoma over under 57 and Arkansas minus six and a half over under 52 against Cincinnati. Crazy as it may sound for me, I kind of want to fade Cincinnati and lean towards Arkansas to win that game. And I also kind of like Tulsa minus six and a half against Wyoming. I kind of feel like that would be a very good teaser. Six point teaser for both teams, Tulsa and Arkansas to win their games. But that's just me for me. All right, so I love a ton of dogs here. I like Bowling Green plus 23.5 against UCLA. I really like the over more in that game. It's at 57 right now. I think you said 57.5. I think both of those offenses are going to be fast-paced. They're going to be pretty potent offenses. I know Bowling Green's going to score a ton in the MAC with McDonald back. I think he comes into his own. And then DTR still quarterbacking out there at UCLA for Chip Kelly. I like UCLA's offense with Charbonnet. I, I think they're going to be pretty tough. So that's a game where I think it could easily be in the 60s, and I, I like that over. Oregon plus 17 is where my where my heart's at. I don't. I, I doubt I'm going to take that, but intriguing storyline with Bo Nix going out there and then you know obviously spending his whole career in the SEC, hitting the portal, transferring to Oregon, and then playing at you know Georgia in his opener. Um, but Oregon hit the portal pretty hard this year. I I do think Oregon is going to have a very good year, and I like them as 17-point dogs. I, I think they're going to keep it pretty tight. Um, I do think Georgia wins the game, of course, but I really do like Oregon, not only in this game to keep it close, but for the full year. I sort of like your read there, there Goose, on Arkansas um, beating Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I tough tough without Ritter this year. I, I don't even know what to expect from Cincinnati. Um, so, and I, I do think Jefferson and Arkansas is going to have a pretty, pretty good, pretty good season offensively. So I, I do think they're going to score some points. Um, UTSA. I think you read this one off Houston at UTSA. I didn't. You, I, I didn't. You, you did not. I well, did I, not. That's a game. I like UTSA. I think they at home plus four, um, I, I really like them. I, I you, It's going to be a really good game. I think Houston is very, very tough. But I, I really like Frank Harris. Um, and I, I think that I'm going to probably end up taking UTSA. I don't know if it'll be one of my main picks. Um, but that's that's really where my head's at. I don't have much of a read with Tulsa, Wyoming like you do. And I'm going to fade UTEP, Oklahoma. I do think Oklahoma scores a ton of points um, with, with Davis coming over. So... Do you think that over at 62 hits? Because I was kind of looking at that. I think Houston's going to be potent on offense. And I think UTSA, again, they said Sincere McCormick's gone, but they have a pretty good running back in his replace for me. Yeah, and they have two really good receivers back with with Harris at quarterback. And I think they, they open it up on offense um, and let Harris throw. I said that in one of our preview shows. I think they lean on him a lot. Um, and if they can mix in a, a pretty solid run game, I think they're going to be pretty tough. Four games at 3.30 with no lines that I could see. Nebraska, North Dakota. Oh, God, for me, Nebraska. Miami uh, at home against Bethune-Cookman. Marshall at home against Norfolk State. Nor- Norfolk State, excuse me. Ole Miss, minus 21.5, over under 57.5 against Troy. BYU, minus 12, over under 58.5 against South Florida. California, UC Davis, South Alabama, Nichols. 
Uh, Texas State, Nevada, Nevada minus one, over under 51 and a half against Texas State. Uh, that line, Nevada was minus nine and a half, and now it's minus one. I can't take Texas State the opening week for me, can I? I don't Nevada is not that good, man. I, I Like I said, I watched that game last week. Offensively, they looked terrible until they got their two-headed monster at the running back going. And their offensive line is not good either. So I just think they, they are going to struggle this year overall. I don't know how good Texas State is either, of course. I'm probably going to fade. But if Nevada struggles against them, I mean, they their season win total, if I remember correctly, was four. And I was contemplating the under. So I, I did, this does not surprise me that, that there was a big line swing there. Fermi, why aren't we taking Old Miss against Troy? We probably should. The fighting Kiffins. The fight. I, I know. I know. He's I mean, going to fill it up, man. You know they're going to they're gonna run the, the, the score up every chance they get. That's his style. The thing about Troy is, is that they're pretty slow, actually, on offense. Um, they're not the Troy of old, and and everything points to that. Where I, I looked at them a little bit, I, I like Gunnar Watson, their quarterback. I don't know for me. I, I'd like to see what they do, and then maybe maybe I'll play an over later against App State whenever they play them. I got to stay away. That again, I'm trying to not waste all my money in one fail swoop. So we'll move on here. Um, welcome to FBS, James Madison minus six over under. 58 against Middle Tennessee. Florida Atlantic minus three over under 49 and a half. Rice getting 32 and a half over under 61 and a half at USC. Georgia Southern Morgan State, nothing on it. Utah minus two and a half at Florida over under 51. And then headed further into the seven o'clock games, and we'll put a stop here. Coastal Carolina minus two over under 53 and a half against Army. Wow, Fermi, kind of like Army, won't lie. When you have a lot that is lost, like Coastal Carolina does, and you have something as stable as Army is, it's hard not to look. The Black Knights thinking that they might be able to come through. I don't know anything about Utah, Florida. Got a pass on that. And after watching Florida Atlantic and them getting a warm-up game, Fermi, I kind of like them minus three and a half too. Yeah, well, I like... I mean, I don't know if I'll take it, but I really like USC minus 32 and a half. I think they score a ton. Um, I, I That's probably one of my favorite plays in this time slot. The other game I'm probably going to look at, and this is a little bit of a homer pick, but I'm probably going to take Florida plus three. I see plus three on DraftKings right now. You said minus or plus two and a half. If it stays at plus three, um, I think I'm going to take the Gators at home in Napier's opener. I, I like... I, I like what they're going to be doing with running the ball a lot more with Richardson at QB. Um, he's won the job. Emory Jones transferred out. Um, and they brought in Johnson from Louisiana with Napier uh, to be the running, the leading running back. And I just think it's going to be run heavy offense and ball control, pretty fast paced. And I think Florida could be pretty tough on offense on offense. If they can get the running game going. Kentucky minus 16 and a half over under 54 at home against Miami of Ohio. Liberty minus three and a half over under 49 and a half at Southern Miss. UMass getting 28 and a half at Tulane over under 58 and a half against, uh, I'm sorry, I said that. U- UMass getting 28 and a half at Tulane over under 58 and a half. Baylor, Albany, great. Who cares? Nope. 
Arkansas State, Grambling, nope. Kansas State, South Dakota, nope. Louisiana, Louisiana, Southeast Louisiana, nope. Auburn, Mercer, nope. Wisconsin, Illinois State, nope. Vanderbilt, Elon, nope. Full stop, Fermi, anything on the games that were listed there? No, I mean, not many of those have lines. I wish the Kansas State game had a line because I'd look at it, but um, I'm probably going to stay away from UMass Tulane and Liberty Southern Miss and Miami, um, Kentucky. I I think, you know, a little bias here because I understand that's at 7, and there's a lot of good games that are going to be coming on at 7.30, but I'm going to say this, Fermi, keep an eye on Southern Miss this year. Take a look at what they're doing and just get prepared, especially for when they play Miami the following week and then at Tulane uh, on the 24th. It's a good idea to keep an eye on those two games to see how their offenses are running. Are they up-tempo? Are they scoring points? Are they giving up a lot of points? Because I think there's going to be a lot of value on those teams later. More on that in the coming weeks. Down at 7.30, starting our evening slate. Ohio State minus 17, over under 59 against Notre Dame. Georgia State getting 12 and a half at South Carolina, over under 56 and a half. SMU minus 11, over under 68 and a half against North Texas. Utah State getting 41 and a half, over under 62 against Alabama. Memphis minus, I'm sorry, Memphis is getting 16 at Mississippi State, over under 56 and a half, full stop. Yeah, so I I like the Ohio State Notre Dame over fifty nine. I think Ohio State is going to put up somewhere in the neighborhood of upper forties by themselves. Um, they're gonna. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna roll. Um, the other game I like is I like Memphis plus sixteen. Um, I'm probably a little biased. I, I think Mississippi State always gets topped up because of of Leach and the up tempo, you know, run and gun kind of swing it. I I think Memphis is going to control the, the clock a little bit more. I'm I'm not big on Mississippi State this year, so I think Memphis could could definitely hang in there. I like plus sixteen. You know what game I kind of like the over in for me that Georgia State South Carolina State game. Spencer Rattler down there at South Carolina, maybe making a statement at home. Maybe he's trying to do too much. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it'll come together. Georgia State is a very competent team. They don't move very fast, but they might be able to find a way. If this game was in the high 60s, I could see it being a problem. But I don't know. Phil Steele thought pretty high. Uh, you know, you got Granger, you got Tucker, two line, uh, two two rated O line overall based on his rankings, looking for about 28 points. And, uh, uh, you know, per game for the offense, you're looking at about 31, 32 for South Carolina. I don't know, Fermi, it seems like it might be a nice little sneak play there at 7.30. Kind of off the radar there with all these big games going on. Yeah, that's that's a good read, too. I, I didn't read much into Georgia State, but I do like the Rattler transfer down to South Carolina. I don't expect you to, Fermi, but we'll get you on that Sunbelt kick. Let's keep this thing going into 8 o'clock. We have Louisville, minus 4.5, over under 57 at Syracuse. UL Monroe getting 37.5, over under 64 against Texas. Texas Tech, Murray State, guns up, baby. New Mexico, Maine, Maine might pull that up, Stan, uh, upset. Uh, Stanford, Colgate, nothing on it. Washington State, Idaho, nothing on it. And then finally, we wrap up with Boise State getting two and a half at Oregon State over under 56 and a half. 
Washington, your darling from last year, minus 23 over under 59 against Kent State and ending out the day on Saturday before we get to the final two is Hawaii getting 16 over under 67 and a half. Fermi, I'll hand the ball off to you. Yeah, so I really like Louisville minus four here. I think Malik Cunningham has a pretty big year. Um, Tucker is back for Syracuse, and he's, he is tough. But I, I like Louisville in the opener here, minus four. Um, I'm probably not going to touch Texas, Washington, even the Oregon State-Boise State game. Um, the Western Kentucky-Hawaii game is very intriguing to me. Uh, I don't love the Kentucky, tra- the Kentucky travel west to Hawaii. I said it last week with Vandy, but I ended up taking Vandy anyway. And thankfully I did in that over. Um, Boy, did they fill it up against Hawaii the second half. Um, Hawaii's defense is terrible. They are so bad. Awful. So bad. I I don't love Western Kentucky minus 15 and a half, but I may look back at that over um, because Timmy Chang, he had them throwing a lot. You know, he loves that style. And it, it was a bunch of quick three and outs the second half. And that's part of the reason Vanderbilt just filled it up the second half and ended up scoring 63 on Kentucky or on Hawaii. So I'm going to look close at that over. I don't love that it's 67 and a half, but I think anytime, Kentucky, anytime Hawaii is playing, I think the 60s are very much in play or north of it. I'm well aware that, you know, uh, UL Monroe hit their win total early last year and everyone was really excited about it Fermi, does this not just feel like a texas blowout like they need to blow this team out i i don't know if the over would hit but this feels like you know a mid 90s 58 to nothing schlacking am, am i am i misreading the situation here no i think that's pretty accurate um they're definitely going to try to make a statement here that a lot of these big programs try that early on i mean some of them don't even try to run it up it just happens i mean i, I think you all Monroe so bad on offense that texas's defense might score 21 points it, it just it just seems like and again these guys I, I just it seems like texas wants to blow the doors off someone you can't even watch this game it's on a horror network shame on them sinners i agree with you i can't believe you're not intrigued by this oregon state boise state game for me well i I didn't look. I didn't look much at Oregon State, um, but I'm I'm probably going to fade it. I the game I really like in this in this block is the Louisville game, so I'm I'm probably going to look there. I definitely I definitely like that over for Western Kentucky Hawaii. I think that one could definitely get out of hand. Nothing like staying up till midnight on the first night of college football. Real for kickoff. For, for kickoff. For kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, on Sunday, LSU minus three and a half at Florida State over under 51 and a half. And on Monday, Clemson minus 21 and a half over under 50 and a half. Fermi, if there was one game, I mean, again, these are some big numbers, but how can you not take Clemson? Georgia State is atrocious. Yeah, Georgia Tech. Yeah, they Georgia they Tech, lost, sorry. Yeah, they lost Jameer Gibbs too. And like I said before, he's their best player. Um Clemson's coming off their worst year, though, in how long under Sweeney. And uh, also, Venables left, right, to be a head coach. So it'll be interesting to see Clemson. But they do have Ugalele back, and I I think Clemson should roll in this one. Um, But I don't know if I'll take it. I I could see myself taking the over, to be honest with you. Fermi, 
finish up this opening week one podcast. Really the true week one, not like week zero. I know, I get it. I know one zero, not equal. But truly the first leans, looks, and lines of the year. Yeah, so let me let me tell you my, my two locks before we, we come back on Saturday. I'm definitely on Tennessee minus 35, TCU minus, I think it's 13 and a half now. I said I would lock that in. Um, and then we'll tweet out anything else, of course, that, that we go live with in the next two days uh, before the, the Saturday morning show where we, you know, touch on the weekend. Absolutely. Saturday morning at 7 a.m., Mr. Fermi and I will be having our coffee and quick picks. For those of you who don't know, that thing goes about anywhere from 7 to 12 minutes. We're going to get in and out the door. It's a big day. Meat Fest is back. Meat Fest 10. I might be live tweeting from there. Mr. Fermi's going to be having picks all day. Grombo's going to be having picks. I'm going to be having picks. It's going to be a great weekend regardless of what happens. But as you always know, when you're with the anonymous gamblers, it's only a problem when you're losing. Talk to you guys early on Saturday. Until then, take it easy.